You're listening to the SEV Connected Podcast with my mom, Kelly Oki. Welcome to SCV Connected. SCV Connected is a brand new podcast with a mission to connect all of us who call Santa Clarita home, featuring small and local businesses while celebrating those doing meaningful and impactful work. SCV Connected is an opportunity to discover resources, people, and incredible stories right here in our backyard. I'm Kelly Oki. Santa Clarita local for most of my life. I'm a wife and a mom to two young girls with a deep curiosity for those unfiltered and untold stories all around us. Stories that help us understand and connect with each other on a deeper level, creating a true sense of belonging. Connection, unity, and togetherness. We all long for it. SCV Connected is dedicated to making it happen one story at a time. You're listening to the SCV Connected podcast in 30 minutes or less with your host, Kelly O'Keefe. My interview today with Brandy Elizabeth was just so incredibly inspiring. She's not only just a singer, songwriter, and social media influencer, she also has such heart and such grit in the story she's you're about to hear. Her and her husband, they both own a company called The Williams Creative, and together their goal is just to inspire people to stand in their truths. She's gone through quite a bit in the 24 years of her life, and you'll get to really feel how important Jesus and her family are to her story. She's overcome so much. She's really made it her life goal to advocate for living an honest lifestyle and defending any type of shame-filled mentality. So please welcome Brandy Elizabeth. I'll start from the beginning. So like, I just had this vision of like, probably who you were like singer, songwriter, social media influencer. Um, you grew up in a rooted Christian home. You create this like, dang, she has it all together. Like what could, what could be her struggle? Nothing, you know? And then you dropped a little nugget during big church one day. So you just had mentioned that you had struggled with like anxiety and depression. And that was kind of the overarching series topic at church. And I just never knew, like, you don't ever know what people are walking through. So walk me through a little bit about that. And is that maybe like the reason for your platform and wanting people to step into who they really are? Yeah, 100%. -hmm. Um, I, my journey to get to where I am now has been a pretty interesting one, honestly. Um, I grew up in the South, which was difficult. My parents were both born and raised in California. Um, my dad worked for Death Jam Records, and so that's why we moved to Georgia, um, wow. where I spent, I mean, I was there from 3 to 16. Wow. Um, yeah. So that was, it was definitely an interesting time. I, I have always struggled with being likable with what I do as a singer, as a vocalist. It's like half the, it's half the job is you have your voice, but also people have to love you. And so yeah, like just trying to figure out what I wanted to do, who I was because of what my dad did for a living. um, I was always just in the music scene Um, and I loved it 100%, -hmm. but I, I didn't have the voice of a pop star. And also like, I didn't have the training that goes into 
to all of that. Being told like, okay, this is what you need to look like. This is what you need to sound like. And I just would always tell my parents, I don't want to be in a box. Like just, I don't want anybody to put me in a box. And so I think the struggle was always trying to be the world's idea of successful or just like choosing a career like being a singer. Basically you're told, I mean, well, what's your plan B? Yeah. Realistic. Oh, that was so tough. (laughs) Right. I wasn't like a, I wasn't super great in school. You know, I did enough to get by. So I think I just, I have really been on a journey in finding myself and like a huge part of my story is that I experienced uh, sexual abuse very young. Oh, dang. Okay. Very young at uh, five years old. Wow. And it went on for about a year and I didn't tell anybody till I was 18. Some people don't realize how much it strips from you. I always felt like something was wrong with me. Something was off. You know, there's different facets to sexual abuse. Obviously, there are mm-hmm. different types as well. And right. I think for me, I grew up in a culture where, like, if you're being raped, that is not okay. And right. But nobody okay. talks about if you're being molested. So I thought, oh, maybe nothing is wrong. Like, it felt mm-hmm. uncomfortable, obviously, but I wasn't being hurt. So it just was a weird middle ground. And right. So that, That's true. Yeah, for so long, I was just like searching for who I was. My parents were just wonderful enough to not force religion on us, but to encourage us to engage in a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so that was my saving grace, honestly. Like there were multiple times. I mean, I know I spoke about my being in the hospital, but that was the first time I was hospitalized. Not the first time that I attempted suicide though. After I had like said what happened to me, Mm -hmm. then I just, I was going through so many different things emotionally. And I had a mentor at the time and she kind of told me like, this, you know, what you went through was horrific. I just need you to know that your relationship with God is, it's 50, 50, like he mm. will meet you right where you're at, you know, but that's but so true has to be desired and pursued. And right. the lifestyle that I was living after graduating from high school just was extremely unhealthy and toxic for me. And I had two more extremely negative sexual encounters. Um, but I was just triggered. And so after that conversation I had with her, I just was like, I can't, I can't do it. And I got overwhelmed. And I remember going home, destroying my room. Oh my gosh. Like, this is it. Like, I just, I can't continue. I can't move forward. And I like, yeah. Cause your body was like holding on to the trauma, even though you like maybe mentally or yeah, mentally you try to be somewhere else, but it always mm-hmm. pulls you back. And also like who I was as a person, like I could never be uh, physical in like a healthy type of way. So like I didn't hug people. I didn't, physical affection wasn't a thing that was coming mm-hmm. from me, but yeah, I got, I got to a place and I think I was, I was 19, 19 at that time. Wow. I was kind of just done. But it was always my relationship with Jesus that 
was that little whisper, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what I tell people that I'm so, so beyond grateful for is that little whisper because you physically as a human being, you get to a place where you can't go further. So I destroyed everything in my room. I got a bottle of pills. I was ready to go. Oh my gosh. Just like screaming and nobody was home. I had a moment where I just felt like so, so empty, so helpless. You know, because that was kind of like my final, my final cry. Yeah. Like, I need to know that you're here. I need to know that there's something better for me to move forward. So was that really the start of like, okay, it's time to work through? Yeah, I had been like, I would go to real life with my family and I had sung for kids, the kids service But I wasn't, like, heavily invested there or anything. Um, And I was working this job. Every single day, I would pray the same prayer. God, I don't know what to do next. I just Mm -hmm. need an opportunity to get to know you and to love you with the gifts that you've given me. I try my best to encourage people to know that more than anything, your heart is what matters. And God mm-hmm. sees, he sees and he knows your heart. And if you are actively pursuing him, he will meet you there mm-hmm. in that space. It might not look like what you thought it was going to look like, you know, right. but he will meet you there. And I, for a while was telling people like, just try him, like, just try him, you know? Yeah. Just test it out. I'm not right. here to say, I'm not here to convince you, you know? <laughs> right, just right. Test it out. And I think that's been my, the theme of kind of who I am and who I've become Mm -hmm. is just like, Jesus means so much to me because I have developed a relationship with him by my own will. And, you know, I speak about him because I love him and I know how good he is. It's crazy because I've been on both sides. Like I am a worship leader, but I have been heavily invested in like the secular music industry. Um, I started, so when I first, when we first moved to California, I had my first ever audition for anything and it was the Mm -hmm. TV show, The Voice. Wow. I, you know, got a call back and the whole thing went through it and then didn't end up got cut, caught before being on the show. And so I was like, oh, well, that sucked, you know, but you kind of just, you grow up and it's like, whatever. And so I actually got the opportunity to do background vocals on the show and just be a background, like be a background singer and also um, just perform in different performances with different artists that were on the show. That's so cool to like get your feet wet too, of like seeing Mm -hmm. like the lay of land. Yes. And so then I was asked by a producer of the show if I would be a contestant. Um, And when that happens, it's a different world because you don't have to go through like the cattle call audition, you know, you get to just do the regular. That's (laughs) so cool. But you know, Um, so I did it and this was uh, beginning of 2019. Wow. I auditioned. Everything went so well. And it was like, you're wonderful. We love you. And I had just um, started dating my now husband. Ooh, uh, and I was leaving because you have to go and you stay like 
they put you in a hotel, everything. I had signed my contract, the whole nine. Um, and then the a couple days before I was supposed to leave, I got a phone call from the casting director and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm not sure what's going on, but your contract is getting denied because oh, um so I my mom worked on the show and okay. my aunt she worked on the show as a choreographer um and she still does <laughs> but uh at the time all they could tell me was that they couldn't it could they couldn't let the contract go through so for me that left me basically dead I because you spend your whole life again trying to reach this standard of success and it's so close like it was right there and you know I felt like okay obviously this is what God wants me to do I'm gonna have a platform you know I had been coordinating worship in student ministry at that time and Mm -hmm. I stepped away from doing that I quit my other job um, all to do this show. And Dude. so when that happened, I remember telling Jake, uh, and we, we dated, I think we were maybe in month three. And I was like, you are going to see me like nobody has ever seen me before. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sorry, because I have nothing to give you. Wow. At all. And I think it was like, I would literally go to his house and just like lay in the bed and cry stop for days because I was empty and so we were just talking about like mental practices so Mm -hmm. people think that you know you have a relationship with Jesus and it's like oh I know him you know and and you get fired up for a moment right and then you get lazy and Mm -hmm. it's like oh no I still I still love God I still you know but things change and you start to put your identity in other places and that's what I was doing. I put my identity in my career and in this show. And when it and was, sometimes you don't even know it you're, you until know. it's handed over and you're like, not there. And you're like, yeah. I have nothing. <laughs> I yeah. have nothing. Um, so that experience pushed me into the, into a new, a different wave of a different season. You know mm. what I mean? Um, but I didn't sing for six months. Fast forward, it was 2019 was an interesting year, very hard for me, but it was still pre-COVID. So, you know, it's kind of easy to brush it under the rug. And I was going out with friends, you know, still trying my best to do life, but I was completely disconnected from the church, didn't go, Mm -hmm. um, just wouldn't go. I had my first, it was like my first time not singing for like Christmas and Dang. the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, so then we get to That's crazy. Yeah. So then what happened? 2020 comes along 2020. and I don't know, but from the outside, it seems like 2020 was like, you huddled down and you're like, okay, we're going to like, what's the comeback story? Yeah, like I got, I got engaged in November. November? When was it October? One of, of 2019? Or 20? Yeah, of 2019. Okay. Um, so that was exciting. And mm. you now it's like, oh my gosh, got to plan a wedding. Right. You just kind of fall into that. You fall okay. into that. I 
had gone back and forth between wanting to get plugged in, plugged back in at real life. It was hard for me because I had also like endured hurt there and I just didn't trust. Because it's a church made of people who are broken. So it's going to happen no matter where. (laughs) And, you know, we had a season at real life for the worship leaders where basically we were treated like we were working in the secular industry. Dang. uh, Yeah, it was. Wow pretty pretty interesting and um so yeah I just I didn't trust anything you know but I just was like I need to sing I think yeah (laughs) yeah like such a huge part of who I am um so I reached back out to to Kelly and so I was doing things here and there um Mm -hmm. but mainly focusing on like my wedding and all that stuff and then COVID hits COVID hit. Oh my gosh. COVID hit, but I'm asked to do the voice again. What? Again. Yes. No. And this time. You're like, how dare you? First of all. We laughed, honestly. (laughs) We sat and we laughed. I laughed with my parents, but then my dad's like, well, why not? (laughs) You know? So (laughs) here we go again. And this time I'm only talking with the casting director. So it was kind of, it was a a more plain situation and okay I did it and of course like I had no doubts of success um but we got to the same point and she's like I'm just I'm so sorry like I did everything Stop. that I could because my mom d- didn't work on the show anymore so okay like okay cool this is you know right yeah Um, if that was the problem last time we're good now like (laughs) and my aunt who works on the show she's not my blood aunt but okay very I mean our families are very close then I I did receive the information of why my contract didn't go through because of the relationship that I had and I had already performed on the show multiple times um so what I was told this last time was just like it we would be putting the show's credibility at stake because once you go through casting, they rank you Mm. as far as how successful they think you're going to be. And out of my group, it was like 200 people. Dang. Number three on that list. Yeah. That's awesome. I, she told me that and I was like, yeah. (laughs) you know uh but you yeah so you it's like you got you find the you you have to find the positive within a situation that you feel is is negative Um, but I felt like God did that for me like it wasn't it's like that's not your path but I don't want you to think that I didn't create you to do this so now where did YouTube come into this? Cause I saw some YouTube videos about like Brandy's yeah. trying and then like yeah. new stuff, new adventures, um, new, you were doing candy. I, yes. I, I am a, I'm the pickiest eater that most people know. Like Stop. if I'm in life, I'm probably top of the list as far oh as So the Brandy tries things was very much like, I'm going to step outside my comfort zone. Um, but YouTube started because of my husband. He is just an amazing just video producer and just wow. so creative and genius. And that's, we became friends doing that stuff. I would write poems and we would make videos for the poems. How fun. Stuff like that. It's really like 
childish and <laughs> no, but how fun and creative and yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, nice. but he is phenomenal and so I can't there are no words that I can give to explain his mind. Yeah. Um but we thought like, oh, it would be a good idea to start creating these music videos. And every concept we've both come up with, we've put it together ourselves. Um, and That is so cool because yeah. like you were created and born to be in here in a time such as now. Because yeah. back then, like you couldn't, nope, you had to like wait on the approval of other people. To I accept. know, yeah. And now you're like, I don't need your work, I like you to say yes to me. I can just put it out there. Like, that's what I love about podcasting. Like I didn't go to school for journalism or anything like that, but I want to have a conversation and I can do it now. Both my parents, both my parents, like for my whole life, they're like, wow, please do not give up on your dream. Please do not stop singing. Like it's what you were born to do, what you were created to do. And when you get that from the people who literally brought you into this world, (laughs) Right. No, it's eventually you're going to trust it. Eventually. Yeah. You believe what they're saying. No, but you're such an inspiration. So encouraging to so many people. And I just, I love your story and that it's not perfect. It's not this like golden road, but that makes, yeah, no, but that's, I think you'll bring more people along on the journey with you because everyone's messy and especially with right now where we're at in life with like depression and anxiety and just grief and past hurts. Like it's nice to know, like how relatable you are in that, in that space. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. No, thank you for opening up and being vulnerable and, and sharing. And of course, I think this is the kind of stuff that changes the world, honestly. So I I, I feel like people always, you know, you tell your story and then they apologize. Like, Oh my gosh, you don't have to share that. You don't. And it's like, no, I want to, because I know that there's somebody else that experienced something similar mm-hmm. and maybe they don't feel like it's okay to talk about it. You know, like I did for so many years, right? so long trying to find out who I was, figure out who I was when, if somebody just told me like, like sat me down and said, Hey, tell me what's going on in your life. Just tell me everything, you know? Right. It just, it changes, it changes so much. I have like a saying that like Jesus lives in the pods. Mm-hmm. He lives in the moments where you just, you stop and you think. He lives in the moments where you maybe react in a way that is completely unexpected. It's like you can get in a car accident, somebody cuts you off you get in a car accident you get out the car they already have an expectation for you to be upset right when they walk towards you and you're like hey are you okay that was that was intense are you okay there is a moment where jesus exists in that maybe you don't notice it but that split second where they think oh like that's they're not angry. <laughs> right. You know, like it doesn't seem like Jesus. It doesn't scream Jesus, but he's there. Right. Because that That's what makes all the difference, you know, or somebody telling you something that, that they did or that they're ashamed about. And you're like, Hey, that's okay. And thank you for telling me that. Right. You're like, what? 
<laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? When your reaction, you know, it's not your fleshly reaction. It's like a Jesus reaction. And you're like, I could have never done that on my own. <laughs> Normally I'd be angry. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So what would you say to someone if they did hear our interview today or saw you, your story somewhere and they were like, that sounds like me. Like, that sounds like the hurt I'm going through. Like, would you encourage them to get help or speak to a mentor or? Yes. Like- 100%. A lot of my help did come from counseling and therapy. Okay. And I think not keeping your feelings bottled up is mm-hmm. one of the most important things, you know, and understanding that the healing is for you. It's not for them. It's not for the person that hurt you. You okay. know, it's, it is for you and you deserve it. Like you deserve to be able to live your life freely, to be able to wake up in the morning and be okay. You know, a lot of times right. think that we're not worth it, but you, you are, you're 100% worth it. And owning your truth, owning your story is, is going to have such an impact on people you don't even know. You know what I mean? Just, right. just having, there's a, like having a moment where you either, you could be watching something on TV or listening to a podcast or whatever you're doing. As soon as you hear somebody say something that you can relate to, there's a moment of like, wow, it's not just me, you know? Right. And if everybody like embraced doing that, the world would be a different place. Honestly. For sure it would be. For so sure. yeah, if I was, if anybody were to that's listen. That's awesome. No, that's such good stuff. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And that's like the inspiration behind the podcast is like, even if like one person hears one interview and is like, oh dang me too. Yeah. I'm not alone. And they live in my community. It's not like someone across the globe. It's right yeah. here. My interview today with Brandy Elizabeth was just so awe-inspiring. You think you know someone from social media, from seeing them on stage, and I was just completely blown away at the level of depth that we got into with her today. There was a couple moments where I'm just like, me too, girl, me too. In the heart of us, we each have this soul, and we're so much more alike than we are different. It's not until we get to the heart of each other that we start to hear those similarities. And I just feel like my interview today just checked off all the buckets for the reason why I am doing the SCV Connected podcast to begin with. She's so beautiful. There's so much that she has to offer throughout our conversation. No matter what your spiritual beliefs are today, I hope that you walk away with just knowing the heart of your neighbor. I hope you feel inspired to root her on and encourage her in her journey. And I hope you feel encouraged to sit down and to listen to whoever it is that's on your heart today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. Be sure to check out the links below to follow along with Brandy on her road to success. You can find her on Instagram, YouTube, and Spotify. Again, those links are below. And give our friend Brandy some social media love. Like, subscribe, and hit the bell notification.